Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. Everybody, welcome into episode number six oh seven of Underground oh, yes. Sports Philadelphia, presented by the City of Vineland. It's KB coming at you from Underground Studios and joining me like he does every single week to get your Mondays going. It's the host with the most, the People's Champ, and he just he just choked like no, lions. I did. I coughed, choked. <laughs> It's Mr. Patty Pitts. Yeah, Kyle, I actually just thought about this. Um, yeah, my Lions really disappointed me this weekend. Um, you really and 95% bad. of America. Dude, um, when you have family members texting you about the Lions, like, and I knew, I told you, I texted you this. As soon as Ben Johnson started interviewing, it, it was the downfall. When when you have a coach that's interviewing for other jobs while you're in the midst of playoffs, and not only in the midst of it, midst of your first big playoff run and actual hope that you're going to end up in the Super Bowl for the first time in I think ever. It would have been really. Ever. It would have been ever. They're the first. Te- they're the they're only the only team, team that's existed in the 58 years of the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and have not played. And yep, there it is. And it was a bad, it's just awful. And Dan Campbell even said that, um, you know, his decision making, he wouldn't go back on it because he's trying to get the upper hand. Dude, I, I love the balls. I, I really love your big balls. But um, I just said, I really love your big balls um, on air. <laughs> didn't even, <laughs> maybe that's my block of the week. I didn't even realize that. Um, no, but it, it, like, you gotta use your head too, all right. And the one that's Pause. on top of you, and you—that's why it's on top of you. You gotta use this one, not this one, okay? You gotta use this head to make decisions, and the right decision is clearly to make a field goal. Just kick it at least. Bagley did not miss his entire tenure of being a lion, you know. And three points is a tie game. You go into overtime. Crazy shit happens in overtime. Like I, I, it's really dumb, really just dumb, and I, I'm only, I would say, a part-time Lions fan. You know, I got my vacation home in Detroit. If you catch my drift, I couldn't imagine what actual Lions fans uh, are going through right now, um, because God, this is just heartbreak. That and I, as, I, I as don't. Two wanna... people who have experience. You don't know when you're going to get back. No. You don't know when you're going to get back. You have no idea game. when you're going to get back. We're going to get into the playoffs. We're going to get into the Eagles' new coordinators on Nick Sirianni's staff. We're going to talk some Sixers. We're going to talk some Phillies or lack thereof Phillies. 
uh, especially now that it's baseball season because there's no Super Bowl this year. Um, no, no Super Bowl. We'll also uh, have some fun, fun stuff along the way. But before we get into all that, make sure you guys are following us on the socials at Underground PHI on Twitter, Instagram, which we just hit our first 1,000 followers on Instagram today as we record this on Sunday. Let's go. Let's go. Um, shout out to the anybody could have gotten it that night video. Uh, it's still going, and we've had two members of the 2017 Eagles uh, Super Bowl champion roster like the video. Shout out to Vinny Curry and shout out to Danelle Pumphrey. Uh, we're on Instagram. Be part of the next thousand. Go follow us over on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok at Underground PHI uh, and threads at Underground PHI. Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311 and on Instagram at KBIZZLE11. Same thing on threads. Follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and at Pitsy35 on Instagram and threads. Subscribe to the podcast feed. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and review. It goes a long way for helping this show continue to grow. Helps us hit new milestones. Helps more people find Underground Sports Philadelphia and our network as a whole. Uh, and, you know, we always like to gas up the pods when we're talking about subscribing on Apple and Spotify. Uh, we're like top six, 1,600 podcasts in the USA in all of sports for this good. show. We are a top 13,000 podcast in all of Canada podcasts in general. Mm. Uh, and global sports were in the top 2,000 as well. So keep subscribing. Let's get up. Let's keep it going. Uh, still firmly entrenched on the Grecian soccer charts at number 148 is top pins. God love the Greek. Greek. The, and uh, God, get, the Greeks. Greeks. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, dude. I'm sorry. This this lot this loss is just the brain's melted. And uh, getting the hole still firmly entrenched in the top 200 on the Sweden golf charts. I love my Swedes. So keep subscribing on audio. Leave a five star review. It really does help the show continue to grow helps us get on the charts and helps more people find the podcast and of course subscribe to the underground sports philadelphia youtube channel youtube.com slash at underground sports philadelphia it's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week full video episodes of every show on our network clips shorts live streams original video content it's all on our youtube channel we're at 729 subscribers let's keep that pushing let's hopefully get to 750 before the end of the month i know the end of the month kind of creeping up on us here it is we were trying for 800 but maybe it was a little too tall of a task for you guys i'm not trying to call you out but let's keep subscribing over on youtube let's make it happen youtube.com slash at underground sports philadelphia smash that like button ring the bell icon leave a comment down below your thoughts on everything pitsy and i discuss <clears throat> on the episode and like i mentioned this show is presented by the city of vineland City Vineland Municipal Calendar features city-organized, city-sponsored, and city-affiliated events that are of public interest. I mean, the big game has effectively become Vineland's own because four out of the last six Super Bowls has featured a resident of the city of Vineland in the big game. That's fun fact. I did you know, not Demi, know that fun fact. Isaiah Pacheco, let's go. That's huge, bro. The big Dambino was in it uh, in 2019 against your Patriots for the first mm -hmm. time. Got, got the job done and got the dub in 2021. 
and then uh, Isaiah last year and this year, back-to-back. Wow. Out here representing. It's Finland's game. <laughs> At this point, no other team has a – no other city has more people repping. Uh. And the calendar, which is accessible at VinelandCity.org, is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness, remain engaged with city government, and participate in local events. You can also follow the city of Vineland on social media via their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube pages. And through these tools, you can stay connected to the community and get important announcements about programs and services offered by the city. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. A big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. Pitsy, Pitsy, Pitsy. Mm-hmm. What's up? We're going to talk about the games that happened this weekend. But mm, we are. We do that, the Eagles have made some hires, and it's brought to they you did. by... Our awesome merch partners at PHI Apparel Company. Apparel Company. Apparel Company. The best merch partners in the game. Shirts, hoodies. They got you covered for the Eagles, the Phillies, the Flyers, the Sixers, the Union, and of course, Underground Sports Philadelphia. Our exclusive merch is available only at PHI Apparel Company. Most comfortable hoodies Pitsy and I own, hands down. I'm always down, throwing on those there. hoodies. Like, they are the best in the game. Mm-hmm. You can get your own when you go to phiapparel.co. And when you go to check out with your cart filled up to the brim, use code underground for 10% off your merch orders. It's the most effective and direct way to support everything we're doing here at Underground Sports Philadelphia. When you get your merch, tag us, tag PHI Apparel Company. We'll repost it. That's phiapparel.co, code underground, 10% off your merch orders. The Eagles officially have a new defensive coordinator and a new offensive coordinator Wednesday night when Dom and I were recording. Uh, it was alleged that Vic Fangio was the front runner to be the defensive coordinator for the Eagles. That is official. And former Los Angeles Chargers offensive coordinator and former Dallas Cowboys offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, is your new Eagles offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um I got to say this off rip about Kellen Moore because I saw it today when I was perusing the bird app. Um, Kellen Moore's good in my book. I don't care that he played for the Cowboys. I don't care that he coached the Cowboys. You know why he's good in my book, Pitsy? Why, Zach? Because Kellen Moore, for a brief period of his his time here uh, in the football space, back in 2015 on February 18th, at 4.32 p.m., a good pal and a big reason why this company even started, Mr. BDN, Big Dick Nick, Nick Foles, tweeted, Looks like my pal at Kellen Moore underscore 11 decided to join Twitter. Thought this day would never come. Welcome, my friend. Okay, so he's a friend of your lord and savior got it okay he and nick Foles are friends to which kellen moore responded thanks at and nick Foles's old twitter handle before it was just at nick Foles. uh hope you and your family are doing well that is a classic guy friendship over the internet it's just guys being dudes that's guys being dudes in a kellen moore friends with nick Foles. um here's another reason why i like kellen moore okay eagles 2017 hired frank reich from what team, Pitts? Oh, the Colts. No. 
See, he went to the Colts after the Eagles. We oh. actually hired him from the Chargers. He was the Chargers offensive coordinator. Uh, oh, I see where things are connected. Hired him in 2016 when Doug Peterson came through, uh, and then hired him away from the Chargers. The Eagles then went to the Super Bowl. Uh, the Eagles hired Shane Steichen to be their offensive coordinator for Nick Sirianni away from what team, Pitsy? The Los Angeles Chargers. The Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers. And then the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. Uh, and now the Eagles have hired Kellen Moore away from. Oh, I know. I know where he went. The, at Pitts? The, the Los Angeles Chargers. The Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers. Got it. Two out of three isn't bad. So win the Super Bowl, go to the Super Bowl. I think we're starting to see a trend here. We hired a Chargers offensive coordinator. It's time to go win the Super Bowl again. That just makes sense. Those are just patterns you love to follow. I um, I think we were all, as Eagles fans, very frustrated whenever we had to play the Cowboys when Kellen Moore was their offensive coordinator. He made Dak look a lot better than I think Dak Prescott actually is. Um, not that Dak is bad, but he's not like a top-five quarterback in the NFL, and I think Kellen Moore at times made him look that way. Um, he's He's younger. He brings in fresh ideas. He's called plays before, and I and he's not going to get interfered with, like he more than likely was in Dallas by Mike McCarthy. Um, mm -hmm. I think this is a great hire. I think to bring him in, where he's coming from a team that had two elite wide receivers. Granted, he didn't get to use Mike Williams all that much because he was out this year for most of the season, mm -hmm. but. Scheming and practicing with Keenan Allen, big-time weapons on that team, gets a tight end upgrade. Yeah. Getting Dallas Goddard in the mix. The and then yeah. Austin Eckler and those running backs. Hopefully DeAndre Swift is back, and he'll get to use DeAndre Swift in this Eagles backfield. Well, it's been someone, it's someone who has been around talent and knows yeah. how to get the most – out of your star players. If you look at those Chargers teams, they've also been pass heavy. That's something that the Eagles struggled with the latter half of the season was Jalen Hurts completing passes to move the ball downfield and even scoring. The, the Chargers issues were, were not in the offense department. They were in the coaching department. So uh, this is a, a great move. I, I love this move for you guys. My, as the outsider here, I kind of was worried that you weren't going to like it because of the Cowboys history and, you know, it, with them. Um, but I, I do like it from a, a football scheming perspective. And I mean, in four years mm -hmm. as the offensive coordinator in Dallas, this is from CBS sports. Uh, Kellen Moore's offense was second in points per game, 27.7 points per game. And they were top six in offensive rankings, three out of those four years. With the Chargers, his good. offense ranked 21st, but let's not forget Justin Herbert had injured hands oh, and fingers all year. Yeah, no. uh, the offensive line with the Chargers, terrible compared to what he had in Dallas and terrible compared to what he's going to have in Philadelphia. Um, and let's be honest, like the weapons for the Chargers this year were very hit or miss. Eckler was not good this year. And I think part of that is the offensive line. Part of that is Herbert being injured. And you're playing in a division that has a team that's going back to the Super Bowl. 
I mean, we can also we can also chop it up. We said this preseason when I hopped on uh, PickSwap Media with my boy Sean Bernard. The the to to quote part of my take, the glazing for Justin Herbert is out of control in the NFL. Justin Herbert's a very talented, very good quarterback. We got to stop giving him this ultimate throne of being an elite quarterback, of being this gift to God of a quarterback when he has accomplished nothing at the NFL level. Nothing. Nothing. Unfortunately, he hasn't. If we're going based off of rankings of quarterbacks by performance, by accomplishments, Justin Herbert doesn't even scratch the top 10 in quarterbacks in the NFL. No, Kirk Cousins is ahead of him. Like, I'm going no order quarterbacks that are more talented and have accomplished more than Justin Herbert in their NFL. No, no order. No order. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Patrick Mahomes. Easy. Lamar Jackson. Yep. Jalen Hurts. Of course. Um, I'm just trying to think. Uh, Joe Burrow. That was my next one. Um... Tua, I think Tua is done way more compared to Justin Herbert. Tua made made the playoffs. Yeah, Justin Herbert. Yeah, has Justin Herbert not made the playoffs? No, he's made it once. Made it once and got bounced. Mm Hmm. Okay. So Um, five. I think I would take Tua over Justin Herbert right now. Okay. Um. Trying to think of quarterbacks going up and down the list. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Kirk Cousins. Matthew Stafford. Kirk Cousins. Uh, Russ. I mean, right right now, CJ Stroud. Russ. Russell Wilson. I think these last few years is more. But I think he's getting a bad rap because of the Broncos stint. Where I don't think, as much as I'm not the biggest Russ fan, right? But I, I can, say, you know. Tell I mean, Dak Prescott. Yeah, Dak is in there. Yeah, Dak. Dak's more accomplished. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Brock. Purdy. Josh Allen. Brock Purdy. Yeah, let's let's not. Let's not push the Brock Purdy's going to a Super Bowl. That's fine. Well, but there's a I I don't like it either, there. Kyle. Okay, we're we're but not we're not going to give that true. little Hobbit any Ooh, type. A, dude, he looks like a senior at my old high school with, with his rock coming into school with his nice vineyard vibe. Someone said he looks like Tobey Maguire before he got the spider powers in Spider Man One. So that is so true. That is a very good comparison. Needless to say, <clears throat> we just rattled off like half of NFL quarterbacks that have done more or we'd rather take over Justin Herbert right now. Yeah. That's will, so sad. Will Harbaugh fix him? Who knows? Um, needless to say, I I really like the Kellen Moore hire. I think it's smart. I think he's a guy that can be around for a while too. And I think the Eagles need that in the consistency department. I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon as a head coaching candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, like he was in the past with Dallas and a lot of people speculating he was going to be a, a next head coach type of guy. Mm-hmm. I think he's a guy that can kind of be playing it even keel and, and stay in an offensive coordinator spot for multiple years. And that's the hope, obviously, 
And Vic Fangio is obviously confirmed your defensive coordinator. And I can't wait for Vic Fangio to be here in April and May crushing beers watching his fight in Phil's because Vic Fangio grew up in Scranton, Pennsylvania and is a diehard oh. Phillies fan. <laughs> oh, that's that's even sweeter to the story. That's <laughs> he, awesome. He gave up coaching in Miami and being able to go to spring training so that he could spend summer with the boys at Citizens Bank Park that's, <laughs> before football hey, season. I, that definitely was a contributing <laughs> factor. That a thousand percent was a contributing factor. That's incredible. Um, oh, that's awesome. And I mean, I've been tired of Vic Fangio disciples in the NFL. They don't work. So go get the guy that is actually Vic Fangio. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. He was in the building last year. And then because Jonathan Gannon's a fucking weasel, we missed out on being able to hire him from the get go. So here we go. Vic Fangio, Kellen Moore, Nick Sirianni. And now it's about getting the other coaches correct. And I saw... Chad Johnson, Chad Ochocinco, throwing his name in in the hat to uh, be the wide receivers coach for the Eagles because he practically lives in Philly. And you know what? I would take it. That sounds like something that would that just seems so fictional and nonsensical. But if you actually have listened to Chad Chad Johnson talk game and talk the position, the dude knows what he's talking about. He. He's someone that is a would be an unbelievable locker room guy, players coach, but he knows the game so well too. And because he still follows the game and is in tune, has a hand on the pulse of it, you, it's it would be an ultimate vibes move to bring him in. Like you're telling me, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, insert third wide receiver here because I don't want to see Quez Watkins on this team next year. Uh, you know, Dallas Goddard, even to a degree. Are not going oh, yeah, to with footwork, absolutely. Are not only going to like believe in what Ocho Cinco is saying, but also like gravitate to him in a sense of like, yo, I love being around this guy because he knows the game. He's an OG, like he laid the land so that we can do what we're doing right now, but also be able to learn from him and Chad Johnson be able to teach these Eagles wide receivers, everything that's in his bag. And like you said, like he still pays attention to the game very diligently. And I know he was probably like tongue in cheek, joking a little bit about it, but I would be all on board for Ocho Cinco being the Eagles wide receivers coach. You don't line up against prime every time you see him in public and talk that shit just because you don't, you know, you're, reliving the old days no like he legitimately thinks he's bad like you need that mentality with a coach in this day and age that i know my ship better than anybody and his legendary status of like all these receivers growing up watch chad ochocinco dominate the league to the point where you have bill belichick saying we're we're doubling you tonight it's it's game over like you're that much of a threat it's you bring that into the coaching sphere. He's not a head coach. He's not an offensive coordinator. He's focusing on one position, the one position he made an entire Hall of Fame uh, borderline career out of. I'd say why not? I've seen crazy happen. I guarantee he'd be able to coach up the DBs just as well. 
he would coach them up in a different way because of his knowledge about wide receivers. It would just mm-hmm. carry over to the DBs and they just pick off something from him. That's just, yeah, a little apple falling from the branch type of thing. Yeah, so sign me up for Chad Ochocinco being the Eagles wide receiver coach. All in on it. Um, but, yeah, I, I would give the, the coordinator higher grade a, a B plus. I think it's pretty okay. solid, and now you just got to go prove it you know, in the games mm-hmm. next year. Um, so we'll see how that all kind of shakes out. Um, but that's kind of all that's come out of Eagle land recently. The NFL playoffs have uh, concluded. We got an alleged Super Bowl left. Um, the Ravens couldn't score. The Lions... Decided not to score. Couldn't finish. Couldn't finish. When they had chances to. And as Matt predicted on this show a couple weeks ago, it is a Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl. And Pitsy, here's what I have to say about this. This Mm -hmm. Super Bowl, before we dive into just our thoughts on everything. The last time we had this matchup in the big game, between the Chiefs and the 49ers. All hell broke loose in the world we live in. Are you telling me we're going into another fucking pandemic? I I'm not saying not. that. I will. I, I just will. don't know what Pandora's box has in store for us. I didn't even, bro, I didn't even, th- bro, I totally for. Oh, my God. <clears throat> oh, my God. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Okay, continue. This is the matchup that ended the world for well over a year. A year, like year and a half. Well over that, and is oh, okay. still affecting our daily lives to this day. Still, a thousand percent. And now we have to do it all over again. Dude, you, you want to hear something? This is, I got to tell this story because it's on the same verge. So back in September... I was at a, a lobster party. My best friend, she was hosting one, and her dad Rock came lobster. up. Rock lobster. She, she, her dad came up, came up to me, and Polish guy. He goes, "Hey, hey, I want, I want money. Forty Niners, two hundred dollars, Super Bowl." Okay, this is the same man that a year before predicted the Chiefs and won. So he comes up to me and says, "Niners." Super Bowl this year. I go, you're crazy. Not a chance. There's like five other teams. So I was like, I'll put it in for you, but you got to give me the money straight up because I'm I don't I'm not agreeing with you, so I don't feel like I want to put up my own money. It was fine. Gives me the 200. I put it in. Bet MGM. No free ads, but that's where it is. And no problem. So uh, tragic news to that. He passed away. Uh, like a couple months ago. And. I don't know what's going on, but I'm feeling some eerie vibes with this playoff run because the Packers should have beat the 49ers and then Mm -hmm. some angels in the outfield type shit happens. The Lions basically had the game signed, sealed, delivered. No one signed for it. And then angels in the outfield type shit happens again. Some weird shit's going on. And, um, if this ends up happening, then I I might have to start praying to him 
for for Super Bowl advice because I don't know. I'm feeling just, real. It's it's eerie shit, Kyle. It's really eerie weird. Shit. It's really weird. It's really weird. It's really weird. I just have to say, uh, everybody listening, obviously, Pitsy appreciates the Eagles, but he's not an Eagles fan. But no, I, yeah, no. We are welcoming him into the club. Pitts, welcome mm-hmm. in. Doors open. Welcome to the club. Uh, drinks are available upon request uh, to the 49ers hate club. Oh, I'm so in now, and that's the problem. That I'm so in on the 49ers hate. Nothing to do with this. This is eerie shit that's going on. I hate the 49ers because... You see I the see, light now. Oh, my God. I'm at the uh, golf simulator today at Wallston, and I'm watching the pregame, and they're doing a whole thing about the boombox. Bro, the that was here. the most cringe fucking thing I've ever seen Adam Schefter tweet in my life. That was... In my life. I hate that they do... Oh, I hate... <clears throat> Not hate that they do it because like. Did you see Schefter's it. tweet about that? No, I've been. I'm gonna busy. read this to you because it it oh. made my skin crawl. Oh, we don't like that. It made my skin <clears throat> absolutely quiver when I saw this, and I quote tweeted it. And I love Adam Schefter. I think he does a phenomenal oh, job. I love Schefter. But yeah. this shit was out of pocket. Adam Schefter. Pittsburgh has its terrible towels. Cleveland, it's dog pound. Green Bay, it's cheese heads. And Buffalo, it's Bill's Mafia. San Francisco's tradition was born in 2017, unexpectedly and spontaneously, and it has given the 49ers a new level of swag. Get the fuck out of here. You just compared... Four iconic franchises in the NFL and four iconic looks, fan bases, whatever it may, identities to a fucking 2017 giant-ass boombox. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. That's not a tradition. That's fucking college frat house dumb shit. Yeah, like, I was doing that in college. A that lot. is that is exactly. pathetic. That is embarrassing. I was embarrassed for Adam Schefter that he had to tweet that out. Well, here's the thing. You, you mentioned all those things. They're all fan things. You know what I mean? They're Literally. all fan things that have Bill's evolved, Mafia, like, <clears throat> Cheeseheads, Terrible Towel, and the Dog Pound. Have you seen have you seen the Packers come out with cheeseheads on to the field? Nope. Have you seen the Steelers wave terrible towels week in and week out? Have you seen Bill's players put each other through tables? No, you have not. Because they are fan-type things that get the entire, uh, you know, entire franchise together, brings them together. This is some bullshit that they're just bringing from the locker room and have no identity for themselves it's so fabricated they yeah plus plus these 49ers fans on twitter the past couple weeks oh nobody believes in us we're under we're underdogs you know what what are we gonna do to step up to silence the bro you were seven and a half point favorites in this game you don't know the definition of fucking underdog you fucking losers and you didn't cover absolute clowns Okay, I I said it on the Foxborough or whatever 
Foxborough fellas, whatever podcast that was on uh, on Friday that they would cover. Okay, all right. That's why I'm not as upset about the Lions because Absolute yeah, I didn't clowns. think that they would win, um, but I knew they would cover, and that's exactly what they did. So. So here we are. The 49ers hate club is growing, which is a fantastic thing because the 49ers spent all offseason whining, bitching, and moaning that they would have beat the Eagles if Brock Purdy played. No, they wouldn't have because it was very on point with anybody could have gotten at that game. It, it was a fucking wrap. The Eagles were not losing that game last year, no matter who was playing quarterback. Here's why it sucks is that whole notion now those fucking loser ass 49ers fans can be like look we had brock purdy and we won the football game and we're going into the super bowl you almost fucking lost it if cj gardner johnson wasn't waving at 49ers fans up 24 to 7 Mm -hmm. in the second quarter that's going to be on replay forever sorry lions fans it is it's it's yeah SOL. It it is come to a point. It, it is wild that it's happening in a full season that the Chiefs were the villains all year. Everybody hated the Chiefs. They hate what for whatever reason. And now a lot of the Chiefs haters, myself included for Whatever reasons, like I just can't stand the the grifting of the referees. Oh my god, they're just OT. They're just really strong. This matchup has driven me to say I'm rooting for the Chiefs. In you're rooting for. I mean, I'm. I have I have reason to do so from a personal standpoint. Obviously, with our dog, my guy Isaiah Pacheco, who no matter what type of Chiefs hate I have for the antics that go on i root for isaiah pacheco to succeed clearly my guy yeah and obviously travis kelsey that's eagles adjacent i'm happy for him i love the embrace adjacent adjacent there you go um i i love the embrace that he and jason had after the game um and it's just that's ultimate like brotherhood type shit to the point where Travis is walking with Taylor Swift and they see Jason and Taylor steps off to the side and lets them have their moment. Like, that's how you know Taylor Swift gets it. Mm-hmm. And anybody who's hating on the Taylor Swift shit still, grow up. Yeah. Look, Get a grip. Direct your anger not to Taylor. She's but just a loving, world. supporting partner who's rooting for her boyfriend. Yeah. To play well, the team to succeed. I did, like there's there's no oh reason for it to continue happening like shut the fuck it is literally the Dude. Mr. Incredible meme like shut the fuck up please just shut the fuck up Dude I had to spend 10 minutes tonight watching this game with my Boston born and bred parents and uncle actually we got a special guest appearance from him talk about if the relationship is real or not it's a hundred percent real. They kissed on TV today, dude. Dude, my we haven't oh, seen that I, happen, dude. It is. They're like, it's a hoax. It's all this. And I'm just like, my dad is the only one. He's like, it's love. Dicky Pitts believes Dickie in love. Pitts. I love it, dude. He's like, it's real. They kiss. Look at it. Look, Look at him. 
I'm not like it's moments like that. I really believe sometimes that I'm George Casanza living with his parents. Like that is <laughs> like it is to a T. The conversations that go on seven, think, seven. I want to name my kid a weird name. Like it makes it's way too eerie. Terry, parallels. <laughs> dude, it's it's so funny. Like the the interactions. That we're getting to. I mean, I'm walking in the door, and my my instead of being like, "How's your day, Pat?" It's like, "Are those shoes okay? Like, they're gonna stink." I'm like, "Yeah, I'll take them off. We'll go downstairs." And I was like, went over to get my. He's like, "Did you, did you shower?" And I'm like, "All right, you know, like, Poppy I'll just pee on leave. my couch. I'll just leave, okay?" And then you guys do whatever. All right, oh, all that's fine. incredible. Oh my god! But they're talking about friggin' this being a hoax, and I'm like, dude, Taylor just loves this man because he's semi-normal and not this wannabe drama queen you know artist they're too similar like she just wants to do a lovable himbo he really is like i've hated travis kelsey more because of the people comparing him to gronk and whatnot and when part of maturing is realizing that you can have two things be great and Mm -hmm. for what they are and then obviously the podcast helps with me liking him a lot more I think these two just like each other a lot, and the NFL is just getting in their way. Like, I'm seeing Taylor, the clips of her looking up at the TV being like, please go away. You know, I think she just wants just some sort of stability and not, you know, craze fans and lights and camera all over. And she's like, finally has that with Travis Kelsey because, I mean, Jason Kelsey and his wife, is she some sort of professional athlete too? Uh, I think she played – or whatever, but it's, she's not it's like 11, mega She played college sports at Cabrini, I'm pretty sure. But she's not like megaly famous. No, she's they, just, they like, met on Tinder. Like, it, boom, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, they want something like that. And because... their first date, she didn't realize that he was Jason Kelsey. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's fucking funny. Like, that, she just wants that. And, uh, like, that's if you look at it through that standpoint, then it's like whatever. And then you get mad at the NFL, and you can we can always be mad at the NFL. That's part of being human. Yeah. Um, I I love the. You know how many people are gonna be tracking a private jet on the big game Bro. because Taylor's got a concert the night before in Japan. Oh my god, dude! It's gonna be like kids watching Santa fly over in the North Pole <laughs> on Christmas, <laughs> Christmas Eve. We're gonna have the Taylor tracker. Oh my god, dude! It's gonna be like it's, it's gonna get to a point where like airlines are gonna bid for her to use their like one of their planes. Well, she owns a private jet. I I know that, but what that's I'm saying why there's is, the conspiracy theory of why she showed up to the Chiefs Jets game this year, so that when you typed in Taylor Swift Jets, it would just show stuff from the game and not about her private jet. Really killing the planet and all that kind of stuff from the emissions and all the traveling she does. Oh, they said the same thing about Kylie Jenner. Dude, if you have a plane, use it. I'm sorry. We're all going to die anyways, dude. It's fucking 45 (laughs) degrees in January. All right. I was in a short sleeve shirt and shorts. Like 60 here on Friday. Like, yeah. Like, come on, people. All right. Um, So, yeah, that's the big game. Um. I don't know. At least we have Usher at halftime. I'm actually very excited for that. 
We get the most I love song of our generation performed you got at it, halftime. You got it bad when you love I, was, I was talking about yeah. Oh, dude, when Lil John I... when Lil John makes the guest. Oh, it's in Vegas. Oh, it's in Vegas. He'll be there. Oh my God, dude! My parents are gonna. Yeah. They're my. Okay. Who what? And then you're gonna hear me, the idiot, the idiot uncle, be like, "Yeah, a little child." Damn, ludicrous. Timeless. Another, another dude. Timeless. Let's see. Oh, let's let's take a look. Uh, but before we do, uh, I want to talk to you guys about our friends over at Dead Threads, newest partners uh, who have the most badass merch in the game. It's very an underground look, uh, and. I'm personally a fan. I got my sweatshirt and my t-shirt in. I'm going to be ordering more from them. Dead Threads. Uh, it's awesome. It takes your favorite sports teams, adds some spooky, scary skeletons to the mix, gives it that underground type of vibe. And uh, I think it's one of the coolest apparel brands in the game. Pitsy, I'm sure uh, you can show off what you've got on because it's actually from Dead Threads. It is. I actually... I'll keep it on. I was going to take it show off. To the, and go show shirtless. to the cam. You know what? Let's put the belt down. Thank you. You can. Good. All right. We got my man candy, Dan Campbell. Shout out. Shout out one of my boys, Will Ellis. I'll give him a shout out here. He was the one who bought me this, by the way. So he's on the Death Threads train. All right. And I think he, you guys should. You guys should be too. Like, yeah. Look how cute that face. Look at that face. Like, dude, this is. America's failure right there. What? That's, dude, don't you dare. He failed America did, tonight. He did fail America, but failures lead to more opportunities. But you can click the link in the description and get 15% off your order from Dead Threads or use code underground at checkout for 10% off. Uh, either one helps support us, helps support Dead Threads. Uh, so go support our newest partner, Dead Threads. Dot shop link is in the description. Use that to get fifteen percent off your order. Uh, I mean Usher's got some bangers, dude. Bangers, Ca dude. Caught up. Caught so, up. Caught up. Got me feeling it. Caught up. Banger. Um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, there's you got it bad. Obviously, I just serenaded you all with it. Confessions. Um, these are my confessions. Confessions part two. Part two. Um, here's another. What's the um, burn? Love in this club. <laughs> I, yeah. Wait. No. What's I'm trying to think of one. My boo. Oh. 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 Oh, oh my god. god. Oh. Fun fact. Yeah, in 2012, when I was in Mr. Vineland in high school, our like free non-scored dance. Go ahead. Let it out. Let it out. No, no, this is incredible. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> this is, keep going. Our non-scored performance was uh, "Without You" by Usher. So oh my! Video I just me on the really internet wanna, dancing. I, I without really, me. I just kind of need to see you doing a choreographed dance, <laughs> dude. I fucking I killed be... it, bro. Oh, I fainted, no, I fainted in it. Like. like Fake faint, but like, oh, like geez, part of I my thought, oh, I thought you were like, yeah, I fainted. I did one of these. Into oh, my buddy's oh, the arms. hand on the, oh, the hand on the, okay. My buddy trust okay, fall catch, it. like, caught me. That's incredible. Oh, that's doing box steps. 
It was a leak. Okay. That was our non-score dance, and then we dan- every Mr. Vine dances to uh, It's Raining Men. Oh, yeah. That, that the makes... Weather Girls. Uh, they, yeah, they're just fishing about. Dude, I uh, we danced with them. We had umbrellas. Oh, that's classic. It's elite. We that's, the... that's, that's an elite dance. It's fucking Hallelujah. awesome. That song's a banger. It is a banger. That is a good song. Um, but I mean, dude, when when yeah comes on at halftime, good night. Plus, Usher, one of the best male dancers. Oh, one hundred percent of our lifetime. Oh, one hundred percent. So gifted, so talented. Like, let me look up his full on just like albums. Because I mean, if T Pain's performing at halftime of the Ravens game. I'm pretty sure Usher and T-Pain have a song together, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see. Me, I'm a... Usher and T-Pain. T-Pain song. Nope, not sing. Nope. No songs. But I mean, it still could happen. He has though. none? I don't think so. Oh, yeah, they don't. Wow. They just have mashups. Yeah. Wow. Shocked, actually. Could have could have had it. Um, Let's see. Who is featured with Usher? There's so many. I mean, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be a banger of a... Uh, Of a halftime show. Because Usher's got bangers on deck. But um, not really excited for the game. I, I truly, this is the first time. Well, have there ever been, has there ever been a Super Bowl you have just not been excited about? I'm trying to think. This and this is one of them. No, this is the most recent one I can think of off the top of my head. Maybe like in our lifetime of cognizant memories, when was what was the first Super Bowl you remember watching? Patriots two thousand one. Okay, so we'll go from two thousand one on, um, which was technically the two thousand two Super Bowl. So Patriots, yeah. Rams, um. Bucks Raiders, I wanted nothing. To uh, that. Yeah, I, I was more just happy to be at a Super Bowl party. Uh, Patriots and Panthers. Don't need I to was, ask me I twice. I was very like, meh. Uh, obviously, Patriots Eagles, I was locked in and heartbroken. Um, Steelers Seahawks. I think that's another one I forget about a lot. So, yeah. Uh, one Colts really Bears. Yeah, another one. That one was fun though, because it was Peyton Manning, and it was like the Devin Hester kickoff mm-hmm. return, and um, yeah. Giants Patriots. That one I was just like, ugh. I my my heart just ripped a little bit hearing uh, that, that. Steelers matchup. Cardinals. That one I was just like, that was sick. No, I take a bet. I'm a, I'm gonna say I was excited for that one because I, I love the Cardinals that year. I was a I when I say big fan, I was a big. I liked watching that Cardinals team. 
that year. The Eagles in that Super Bowl too. Oh yeah, we've you've told me this story. But I was, in that one. And then the game itself was incredible. So Saints Colts, I was meh. There was another meh one. Uh, but Drew Packers Brees Steelers. Giants uh, Patriots again. I was just like, what are we doing? Another rip of the heart. Um, Ravens 49ers. I was rooting for the Ravens hardcore that year. I was, I was, no, I don't know where I was. Oh, I think that was when I liked the Ravens. So, yeah. Um, that was, that was Flacco. Oh, I love Flacco. That's no, I, I take that back. I love Flacco. So, yeah, it was Ravens. Uh, Seahawks Broncos. That was the outdoor MetLife. <clears throat> yeah, I, I wasn't lacking. overly excited for it, but I wasn't. It got boring really... real quick. If Manny Ramirez didn't send that over Peyton Manning's head, I think it's a whole different vibe for that game. 100%. Uh, Patriots, Seahawks. I was Damn right. Just like, Damn right. fuck. Um, yeah, you, were, you know what you are. You know what you're doing. I was just there, so I didn't get fined. No. Um, boom. Broncos, Panthers. That was just a letdown because I thought it was going to be more back and forth. No, I take that back. That was one. That was the last one that I was like, meh. Uh, like I did not care about that, even though it was Super Bowl Fifty. I could care less. The Patriots and Falcons. Oh, as much as I hated it. Oh, it was an all timer. That's an all time Super Bowl. All time. Uh, then the greatest Super Bowl to ever exist was February fourth, twenty eighteen. Eagles Patriots. Oh, I oh that, that even was even you could admit that's just an all time. No, that's that an all-time really, game. No, that was no, that was a one I was very excited for. I think and we can go on the record really and say, in the last since, I mean, in the last decade, the two best Super Bowls involved the Eagles. And that's a biased take. Uh, not even just in terms of back and forth, and the high scoring and the moments. Eagles Patriots when the Eagles won was a phenomenal Super Bowl, no matter how you dice it up. Sure, it sucked if you're a Patriots fan, but you can genuinely walk away from that and say that was oh, an that was entertaining a, that was a back Super and forth. Bowl. Entertaining. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. Okay. And then last year, Chiefs-Eagles, 38-35, if it wasn't for the fucking referee calling the most ticky-tack holding call. Well, dude, he, he, got, a, he got the word from the, from the script. Yeah, you script writer. Um, but nonetheless, entertaining-ass Super Bowl. Mm-hmm, it was. No, because I mean the ones in between those two that sandwiched both Eagles appearances, uh, Patriots Rams, yawn. <laughs> that one I was only watching because the boy Jamil Demby made his first Super Bowl. That Super Bowl stinks on ice. No, comment. and even you as a Patriots no, no, no. fan can admit that. I'm just gonna say no comment. We won. That was it. Um, that I may or may stunk. I may or may not have been more interested in what was going on at my Super Bowl party. I would have uh, rather watched paint game. dry. Well, that's a fun fact. My buddy brought a girl that he was just randomly seeing, uh, like two dates maybe, and we put her in charge. For some reason, we put this girl that we've met once. In charge of two of the biggest meals or plates, we'll oh, say no. plates that you could have had at a Super Bowl party. Okay, try to get try. I'll give you one's a, uh, an appetizer, but like very popular staple of Buffalo a Super Bowl party. Dip. There you go. This one, and then two's a dessert. 
standard dessert, but like every Super Bowl party has at least cookies? one of Close. What's the uh, you have cookies and ice cream? Uh, no, think more. Think bakery still. Cake? Eat warmer. Pie? Nope, colder. I don't know. Lay it on me. Brownies. Oh. Her brownie tastes of... like chalk. It was awful. It was so, and the buffalo chicken dip, like, thank God. This is why the champ hangs out with forward thinkers. We had someone else bring buffalo chicken dip too. They were like, Oh, I'm already making it. Cause when we told that she was doing it, like, oh, I made me like do it. Yep. We're gonna eat it. Don't worry about it. I gotta tell you, uh, New Year's Eve, we do uh make your own pizza. That's been our new little tradition. Oh, that's a sick tradition. CFO Margie, first time ever. Doing the buffalo chicken pizza. Fucking. Ah, Crushed perfection. it. I mean, that's what the CFO does. That's what CFO Margie does. That's just what, that's what um, she does. But after that Patriots-Rams Super Bowl was uh, the last Super Bowl before the world ended. Chiefs 49ers. I was rooting for Chiefs because I wanted Andy Reid to get a Super Bowl. I, that Super Bowl, I, I'm not going to lie, Kyle. I don't remember anything after the halftime show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I was put into a trance and my girlfriend at the time is like snapping her fingers in my face. I'm like, sorry, honey, J Lo, Shakira. You you don't get it. Uh then it was uh Tampa Bay and Kansas City. Oh that was boring. It was boring, but I was you the anticipation was it was um, it was hype. And then we had uh Rams. Rams Bengals. Rams Bengals. Shout to Jameel. But I still think that had more hype around it than, or more excitement from different fan bases than this one. Mm-hmm. Because it was different. Had, it was so different. It was just like, you don't have a Mahomes. You don't have a Brady. You don't have a Manning. You don't you have had any, a, like, the all-time, like, talked-about quarterback in Matthew Stafford. You had all-time, Joe Burrow, yeah. like, you had Odell Beckham Jr. You had Jamar yeah. Chase, right? Jamar Chase played in like, that Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was uh, open. If if yeah. Donald didn't get to him, Jamar Chase was scoring that Bengals right. win. Like you had like it had so much like juice to it, and it was the second straight Super Bowl, like that the home team got to play in their home stadium and that kind of stuff. And the boy won a Super Bowl, finally got a Super Bowl Lombardi. So that was cool. Um and I would have been happy with either result but i was thrilled that the homie got a trophy and a ring um and then last year was chiefs eagles that fucking the sod father should be tried as a war criminal sure that was that was so i I am catching we got to do some research though because your theory about coaches taking interviews dude when am i wrong about this we we need to go back and get and collect data Mm. But we will collect data for next week's show and see right. how on point that is. I'm and like see what I, coaches left teams that were in the mix. Because it happened last year with Gannon. This year. This year. Now ben with Johnson. Ben Johnson. Uh and the defensive coordinator from the Ravens is now allegedly interviewing for a commander's job as well. Or some other job. I forget which team. Um, Why yeah, do you think we, the Patriots didn't 
lose Super Bowls. It's because and Josh McDaniels was always to talk. McDaniels didn't take any interviews. McDan like I want to shit on the guy as much as the next Patriots fan, but the one thing he did right was that he did not take interviews during playoffs. And if he did, it was the years they lost. I'm telling you, like you don't stop doing your job right now because another opportunity is looming because that opportunity is going to take that energy away from you. And then your work that you're already working at suffers from it. You can't do it. Yeah. We got to do some research to see and collect like enough data to see I think what we have up. something here. I, I think we, we might do. be onto something. I, I like where your brain is at there. It's a good theory. Um, but yeah, I mean, football season's over for me. I could not. I could not care less about this matchup. Yeah, I just don't. I, I don't. Um, I'm gonna obviously as a football fan, you watch. Uh, it am I though? The... Am oh, I gonna I, watch? I'm gonna watch. What? It's a Super Bowl. What? <sighs> Super Bowl. You watch Super Bowl every year. So we. That's why I love being an American. It is the only. I think we had a chance for something really day. cool. If the Lions won too, because it would have gone full circle and it would have been the fucking opening night matchup as the last game of the year. Oh, why? Why did we? That would have been so cool. Oh, that would have been awesome. Oh, I just got an idea in my head though, but still, that's awesome. Why'd you do that? I hate everything. I yeah, hate everything. I'm, I'm, as Bill Belichick famously said, we're on to baseball season. Mm -hmm. in, in some nonsense galaxy you said that um <laughs> it is uh we'll talk some ball or the lack thereof and it's brought to you by our pals over at tomahawk shades the best small batch eyewear in the game from sunglasses to blue light glasses to those ski goggles and of course prescription lenses tomahawk shades has you covered for a fraction of the price of the big eyewear companies download their app as well the app interface is fantastic it's in the App Store. It's in Google Play Store. Download that app. Fill up your cart with sunglasses, with blue light glasses, and everything in between that you need to keep your eyes protected for just unbelievable quality at a fraction of the price of the big eyewear companies. And when you go to check out, use code USP for 25% off your order at TomahawkShades.com. That's TomahawkShades.com, code USP for 25% off your order. Um... The only bit of baseball news that has surfaced is that my Lord and Savior and my biggest want for the Philadelphia Phillies this offseason for the bullpen and Hector Neris has signed a one-year $9 million deal with the Chicago Cubs, uh, leaving the Houston Astros, so he's no longer a member of the Evil Empire, which is fantastic. And uh, he's now in Chicago, and I'm sad because I really wanted the Phillies to bring him back home where he belongs, and he would have made perfect sense in this bullpen. And we're at the point in the offseason pits where I quote tweeted Jet Passon's tweet about Hector Neris signing there with the ever-famous uh, Eddie from Stranger Things season four. Uh, mm -hmm. Chrissy wake up scene, but it is Davey wake up because Dave Dombrowski needs to wake up and get some help for this Phillies team. He needs help. It just feels like they're not a lot of teams are doing anything. It just seems like it's a lot of nothing. And I'm feeling it on the Sox end. I mean, to a way, it's way worse. Such a that, slow, but... like Blake Snell and Jordan <clears throat> are still free agents. 
Yeah, we we said that last it is, week. Nothing's it's January twenty eighth when we're recording this. Yeah, and there's still free agents, and spring training is in like less than a month away. Mm-hmm. It's just pitchers and it, catchers report like first team workout for the Phillies is Valentine's Day, February fourteenth. <laughs> and about what two are we weeks from now? Uh, like nothing. Reese Hoskins has officially signed. His deal we talked about it on Wednesday. Yeah, I felt, I, I felt bad about that one for you guys. I, it, I did. That hurt. I, I gave a nice little monologue on uh, Wednesday's live show and on the episode that's most recent. Go check that out. But it stings nonetheless. I still haven't watched the three minute and 38 second video that the Phillies put out about Reese Hoskins because I know I'll cry. So I need to be in a dark mm-hmm. room by myself and yep, prepare exactly. for that. No, um, I get it. I get it. But I love Reese Hoskins. I love Jamie Hoskins, his wife, um, as people. And I am just very sad that they are no longer in the Phillies organization for now. But I am on the record putting this out there that Reese Hoskins will wear a Phillies uniform again before his career is over. Yeah, I could see it. I absolutely could see it. There's so much turnover He'll be now. Back. He'll in be sports. back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm with you there. The Milwaukee Brewers, <clears throat> though, there have been people who have been tried for much less of crime than what they did announcing Reese Hoskins as their most recent free agent signing. Did you see the video? No. Didn't they, they uh, use him in they, the... They, they use the ever-famous, will-never-go-out-of-style Reese Hoskins bat spike from the 2022 playoffs. I did see that then. Yeah, I did. Okay. The Braves. And uh, when he spikes the bat, he It changes to Brewers. Uniform, which, oh, that is... From an, from an outside social media um, perspective... Brilliant. Good good use. Well done. But there there have been people who have been tried for much less crime and given a much harsher punishment um the brewers committed a war crime there and um yeah i didn't you like see a rivalry viewing i see what you a did a little there. rivalry i see what you did there right oh, that's accidental that's um, that's the champ that's the champs that's what i do there's there see it, it won't like be hatred towards reese obviously um Although, like, we used to be a proper society. they, they The Brewers, like, soft-retired the number 17 and it hasn't been worn in years. And now Reese Hoskins is wearing number 12, which is what he wore in the minor leagues with the Phils. Um, but, like, we used to be a proper society. Like, let the man wear his number. Um, yeah. It's not retired, right? Yeah. It's not. No. It just hasn't okay. been worn since whenever. Um, but who was number like, 17? You're the, you're the Brewers. Like, who was number 17 on the Brewers? It. Was it Robin Yout? But like his number would be retired. It was. <clears throat> Pulling it up here. You know what I mean? Like it just makes no. Okay, here we go. So this comes from reviewingthebrew.com, which is a fan site. It's Brewers website. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Brewers have not given out jersey number 17 since Jim Gantner retired. Most Brewers fans are at least generally aware that the answer to the above question is Jim Gantner, but what makes him so special that his jersey is effectively retired without hanging in the rafters? Well, there you go. It's not fucking retired, you fucking Who the fuck is Jim Gaffner? 
Uh, let's see. Gantner was the, quote, heart and soul of the 1982 American League champion Brewers. So here's flag, red flag number one. You're in the National League now. Um, and of all those Brewers teams he was on, he was beloved by his teammates and the fans of his home of as the hometown uh, kid. Um, he's not even a Hall of Famer, <laughs> dude. You have to be a sad organization. I'm sorry, you have to be a sad organization if you're not letting this man wear his number, not even retired, and he's not even a Hall of Famer, anyways. But the Brewers still recognize Gantner's career and have treated his number as if it were retired as a show of respect to his 17 years with the organization as a beloved scrappy hometown kid. Oh, please, bro. Then why not retire it? What are we doing? That's just you not wanting to do any extra PR work or have any fun events at your stadium. Like, that's just really what it comes to. They say that retired numbers are reserved for Hall of Famers. Okay, well, you know what? Kyle? Break your rule. That, Break your rule. I, I think I think that segues into a great question that I asked you uh, the other day. Oh boy! Because we had the baseball Hall of Fame, which I still don't know who was fully inducted, except for Adrian Beltre. It was Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, and Joe Maurer. Yeah, my dad didn't even know who Todd Helton was, and I was actually appalled. I Loki was. He is one of the few Rockies legends that uh, could hit on the road. Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like, he had like a 287 <clears throat> batting average on the road for his career. That is actually insane. I'm, I'm not going to lie. That's pretty good. Um, but it, it, we used to talk about this. Shout out to the media suite at Quinnipiac uh, when I was in student media all those days. Um, we asked this question, and I bring it up every year. Would you rather have a Hall of Fame vote or host Saturday Night Live for an episode? This is wild. Um, which to this, Pitsy and I were talking about this before we started recording. Uh, very much like, I'm sure there's some crossover listeners, like the Rice to Ricky Sanchez has their jigsaw questions that are like the would you mm-hmm. rathers, but they're all kind of like harsh and like crazy. Mm-hmm. Ours will not always be like this. I want to implement this onto the show. I so think it's bad. a fun segment to do every now and then. Not every episode, but to have it pop up. Leave in the YouTube comment section a name that we could give this to uh, for a would you rather segment, uh, whether it's, you know, pertaining to the underground, to graffiti, you know, our aesthetic in a way, or if something just comes to mind that makes sense, leave it in the YouTube comment section. We will read them and like determine if we'll use it. Um, So hall of fame. And is this just for baseball or any sport? We started with baseball, but it, it, we grew, we expanded it. We expanded it. I'm going to stick it with baseball for now. Okay. Um, so, here's the reason I'm going to go hosting SNL. Okay. My single ballot voting for the Baseball Hall of Fame would not shift the generational imbalance we have with the baseball hall of fame voting. Mm -hmm. So I am going to host SNL because that is 
as close to a once in a lifetime opportunity mm-hmm. that you can get. Like that is a bucket list moment for anybody in the entertainment music mm-hmm. or adjacent space. And it would just be really fucking fun to be on that stage with some brilliant comedians, brilliant writers. Um, yeah, I'm hosting SNL over a baseball hall of fame vote. I'm taking the baseball hall of fame. Your reasoning being, uh, I grew up pretty much listening to talk radio instead of, you know, music on the radio. I mean, so did I. And, and, and it's just like baseball. uh, I say this all the time. It's my first love. Uh, The Red Sox were the first team that I fell in love with. And I, I just want to have a hall of fame vote. I, I want to be someone who is making picks for who should go into the hall of fame, because I, I believe that I know the game, not maybe the game itself, but you know, the sport, I, I know it better than the people who have the votes now. And even if my vote doesn't sway, like you said, you know, it's not making a generational. I, I, I think that mine would at least be the, in the right step of changing it i'm a revolutionary here's here's my here's my other yeah um starting a company like this has afforded me a number of opportunities Mm -hmm. not that it's hall of fame but i do get to vote in year-end awards in a certain league so um so having that privilege with the pll is uh something i i don't take for granted obviously but I've gotten that opportunity to have a vote towards something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that opportunity and I will cherish it as long as I have the opportunity to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I can't, I would never turn down the opportunity to host SNL because your name is out there. You, you trend, whether it's good mm-hmm. or bad. And no matter if you're good or bad, it's good publicity for you mm-hmm. and your career. Um, so yeah, and I mean SNL is something that like me and my friend group talked about like in our like high school years of being mm-hmm. like how cool would it be to host SNL and be the person that says, "Ladies and gentlemen, woman. musical guest here." The weekend. If you hosted SNL, who would the musical guests be? Oh, if, if, like who would you want to be the musical? Guest? Oh man, um. Okay, dream dream pick, and it would never happen, but if this is me, <laughs> Slim Shady, come on, dude. <laughs> you kidding me? I grew uh, Eminem is <clears throat> arguably my all-time favorite artist. I grew up listening to him more than anyone, even more of the rock music. Uh, so, I, I mean, the easy answer is him. I, you know what I've been listening to? I've been listening to some weird shit, like uh, Motionless and White, um, Falling in Reverse, those would be cool, but I don't think that's SNL vibes. Um, I'm trying to think of like a top, like top artist right now. I would love to do my best Christopher Walken impression and be, ladies and gentlemen, Foo Fighters. <laughs> Foo Fighters. Have you ever heard that story? Wait, which one? About Christopher Walken and Foo Fighters on SNL. And no, I've heard the he, one with. I asked Dave Grohl how the. Oh yes, is... yeah. Where's the pronunciation? <laughs> is it Foo Fighters or Foo Fighters? 
<laughs> Dave Grohl's impression of Christopher Walken is one of the funniest things ever. There's another story about Christopher Walken that has me dying laughing. About so, I would love to pull a Foo Fighters on SNL. Foo Fighters, um, I love. Lil um, Wayne would be oh amazing. God. Greatest rapper Lil ever. Um, T-Pain. I've been on a huge T-Pain like, revolution tour over the past like year or so. So to have T-Pain host SNL or be the musical guest on SNL would be amazing. Um, he has been the musical guest before on SNL as well. So he would be somebody that has a rapport already. There. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, like Daft Punk. I would absolutely <laughs> love. That would be so funny. Daft Punk. Ladies and gentlemen, Daft Punk. I mean, my, cool. one of my more recent like musical enjoyments has been my guy, Jelly Roll, who was on. Oh, Rumble Jelly Roll would be sick. He was. To introduce Jelly Roll would be awesome. And to have Jelly Roll on SNL would just be so cool. AJR Great. is, AJR like, one of my cool. bands, and they're from New York. So, like, to have that there would be awesome. Um, there's so oh, many. Walk, ladies and gentlemen, Waka Flocka Flame. <laughs> Brick Squad! <laughs> I'd lose it. That would be so funny. A whole lot of money. <laughs> Who do you want to match? Bad bitch is coming. It's a party. It's a party. It's a party. That's what it is when I'm on the show. Oh. It's a goddamn party. And I mean, obviously, Meek Mill for my Philly. Love oh, my him. God. Meek would go hard. Be awesome. did, I tell you, did I ever tell you that I hosted an SNL version of uh, the Quinnipiac student media department? We put no, They put on their that. own. Oh, Kyle, uh, it's quite entertaining. So this is where Stephen McAvoy's brainchild for our YouTube video comes from. What? I'm lost, he want, but okay. He wants our YouTube channel trailer to, like, showcase everybody that works for the company to be SNL style. Okay. Like yeah, we had our own. SNL. Yeah, we had our own. Uh, it was called Quinnipiac Tonight, <clears throat> and they would ask different people on campus who were involved in stuff to host it whether it be professors you know they had athletes whatever and they asked me to do it uh obviously well-known face on campus everyone knew the champ and uh the opening sketch to the show because i had the holiday episode obviously uh was me dressed up as santa outside the bookstore and i had to ask people to, to sit on my lap and I had people sitting on my lap and like asking what they want for Christmas. And oh my god, there was a lot of other skits too. I had to write my own monologue. Oh, it was it was it was a lot of fun. I'm not. I took pictures. I did my own little photo shoot like that, dude. It was it was a really fun time. I would like to do it again on you know the real world. Uh, but I want my Hall of Fame vote. I want my Hall of Fame vote. So there you go. Leave it in the YouTube comment section. One, what we should call our would you rather um, question, and then uh, would you rather have a baseball Hall of Fame vote or host SNL? Um, the 76ers, Pitsy. It's brought to you by our pals over at FOCO. My captain's hat should be on the way. <clears throat> Let's go. I, I had to get the Patriots one because the, the Lions ones were out of stock. I get it. A lot of buzz around Detroit right now, but uh, we got our Patriots ca- captain's ha- ugh, 
captain's hat. I wanted to get a Phillies one because I've been playing a lot of Mario. And I saw, obviously, Mario has the M on his hat. I wanted to get the captain's hat and have the P. And then it could be, like, my Mario, you know, captain nonsense, you know, all that. But we got the pages one. It's coming in. Let me look at um, it's funny that we just did our would you rather because Christian just texted me one that I can bring up for next week. Um, hey, I already have go. my answer for. Um, let's go. The, the Sixers, FOCO, they've got everything that you could imagine under the sun to uh, showcase your Sixers fandom or your favorite team in general's fandom. Um, it's fans only, forever collectibles. And uh, Pitsy, you know what they've got now in stock? Limited edition collectible Team Beans player bears. Just like those classic ones from back in the day that everybody thought was going to be worth something. These ones probably will be. Um, Team collectible bears. And they've got the Team Tumbler cups. Everybody going crazy for those big name brand ones. Get one with your favorite team on it. Yeah. For probably way less than what you're paying there. Um, they've got these awesome things, too, that are called Brixels. That are, like, mini bricks that turn into something that looks like a football helmet, a stadium. Looks like uh, those famous other brand bricks that you grew up playing with as a kid. Mm-hmm. These look awesome. And I may have to order some of these when it comes to the Philly sports space because... These look so cool. They've got helmets, stadiums. Like, they've got Alabama's stadium that you can build. That's that's cool. So, so much awesome stuff here. Um, click the link in the description. Upgrade your forever collectibles. Maybe we'll order some of these Brixels and we'll do live streams of building them. If we get certain subscriber counts. I'll do it. I, I gotta learn how to build stuff anyways. Let's see. Let's see if they've got the fightings in here. They've got a they got a Fenway Park sign. Like oh, a stadium street that. sign. Oh we need that. They've got a Fenway Park that you can build. Oh, I love that. Let's my see. favorite state my favorite sports arena ever. Where's the fightings? Bro, I gotta order this one for the brand. They got Michael Franco in a Phillies uniform. That's, That's my guy. Right. I That's still have residency so on Michael Franco Island. Oh, they got this one for you, too, so you can relive the glory days. They got Mookie Betts in a Red Sox uniform. 20 bucks. Everybody hurts sometimes. That's what plays out in my head every time I hear his name. Is Franco really the only Phillies one they have? That's, That's kind of funny. That's, That's kind insane. Of, is Mookie Betts the only Red Sox they have? Probably. No, well, no, they got Fenway and everything. Oh, true, 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 true. Okay. Um, but yeah, these Brixels look awesome. And if we hit a certain amount of subscribers, we'll order a couple and we'll build these bad boys. I think that would be fun. What do they have for the... Let's see what they got for the Eagles. If they have anything. If they have anything. Keep it. Pushin. Let's see. Let's see. What? Yeah, they got they got an Eagles football that's sold out, unfortunately. Oh, it's um, just hotcakes. They have a mini Lincoln Financial Field. Okay. An Eagles replica helmet that you can build. They okay. Have, oh, it's a bummer. They have Swoop, but it's sold out. And it's like a bust oh. of Swoop. 
I'll sift through the other teams too. But click the link in the description. Upgrade your forever collectible. Shout to Foco. They're the best in the game. Um, Pitsy, the Sixers, Joel Embiid is catching a lot of shit from Nuggets fans because he didn't play in Denver uh, this most recent game. Why is that? Uh, <clears throat> knee swelling that he's been dealing with pretty much all season. Okay. Um, and Denver fans think that he's ducking Jokic. He's ducking playing against the Nuggets when just last week the Sixers played the Nuggets and Embiid won the game, dominated against them. 70 um, points. And, well, that was a different team. that He got the 70, but oh, okay, dominated okay. the Nuggets. But Nuggets fans shouldn't be talking because B-Ball Paul absolutely ate Jokic's lunch in this game. Mm-hmm. B-Ball Paul had 30 and 13, bro, against Jokic. That ain't bad. That ain't bad, bro. And the hospital Sixers, because, mind you, not only was Joel Embiid out, Pitts, Tyrese yeah, I Maxie did hear was this. Out. I was going to ask you about this. It was like in the scrubs, like the bad Tyrese Maxey was out. Tobias Harris was out. Mo Bamba was out. Uh, like, Is this uh, Mo Bamba? Yeah. That's fucking cool. Colin. Do you want, that is my, like, you want college pits to come out? Play that song. <laughs> play that they, song. They play will, it when he comes into the games. If, yeah, I will transform into college like my man that's that is that's like frap Romy. oh my god i'm a disgusting human yeah i'm pat pitts and i'm getting really rich <laughs> um here's the thing joel Embiid's not ducking Jokic. he's not ducking the nuggets he's got a legit injury that he's been playing with and still performing at an mvp level with yeah um, he hasn't played in Denver since 2019, so that's another thing that everyone's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then we had this reporter that really grinded my gears. Really grinded my gears, Pitts. And I think you're going to be on the same page as me as somebody who's been in press conferences, who has spoken to coaches and players as a member of the media. Mm-hmm. This this really irked me, and it's not even from a fan perspective of mm-hmm. being a fan of the Sixers and a fan of Joel Embiid. It's from a professionalism standpoint, mm-hmm. and anybody who knows me knows I am an advocate for making press conferences more fun and making press conferences a place that isn't so button-up suit and tie, but there's still levels to it. Mm-hmm. Jake Shapiro at Related to Ben Shapalicious on Is he tweet. related to Ben? Who knows, he might be uh, He's an analyst for DenverSports.com Asked Nick Nurse After the game Mm-hmm. A question that has me paused, as you guys can hear and see. Yeah. Questioning Joel Embiid's character for not playing in <clears throat> Oh. I want to pull this up. So I'm going to... So here's the question that Jake Shapiro decides to ask Nick Nurse in the postgame press conference. Is there a pattern with him not playing here in five years? It's not a reflection at all on his character or him as a player that he, he seems to miss this game every every year. Okay. Uh, what would you say that's 
Like you left Nick Nurse speechless, and like, what kind of question? You left is me that? speechless. What you kind of fucking, fucking question is that to ask in a press conference? Yeah, I like. I don't know what you mean by like. It's just kind of coincidence. Literally. I mean, I'm. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't think Joe Joel Embiid is ducking anybody. It's it's the most ridiculous, <clears throat> coincidental thing that Nuggets fans. I don't know why you hate Joel Embiid so much. Mm-hmm. Because your guy, who you champion, Nikola Jokic, very talented basketball player, has won two MVPs and an NBA title. Why are you still mad at Joel Embiid? You you got yours. Oh. You got yours. Like, <clears throat> it's 2024. Nuggets fans need to grow up. I've seen... Uh, it's disgusting some of the stuff I've seen certain sections of Nuggets fans do, uh, specifically to my boy Josh Reynolds on the Tweet Machine. It's a fantastic mm-hmm. follow. Big-time Sixers fan. Has a great podcast as well. Uh, that's ball, folks. Um, these Nuggets fans, dude, Josh's dad passed away a few years ago. And these Nuggets fans go to, in the replies, is just to attack Josh about his deceased father. Yeah, it's that's disgusting. real smart. That's it's real disgusting smart, behavior. Um, so yeah, Nuggets fans, grow the fuck up. And y- your team almost got bodied by the hospital Sixers. That's even worse. It's even worse. Um, to which was very funny. I saw like the graphic of all the Sixers that were out, and it said <laughs> it showed all their injuries, and it was like, "This is your body when you turn 30. And I was like, can yeah. relate, can relate. Yeah, not can there yet, relate. but I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared for that moment. I really am. I can relate. Um, should we uh, do a little brinking, bonking, and bumping bits? I think we should brink bump. The NHL is headed to the All-Star break, and the Flyers certainly need it. Um, but brink, bonk, bump. Brought to you by Kenwood Beer, the official beer partner of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's a refreshing light beer, just 4.1% ABV, only 120 calories, just 8 grams of carbs. You can go to KenwoodBeer.com, use the Kenny Finder to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Maryland, and New Jersey areas. You can also get it at your local liquor store in those markets. Must be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And check out their storefront on their website at KenwoodBeer.com because they have awesome pint glasses, great apparel. Uh, you know, Pitsy's Holiday is right around the corner. They got the Kelly Green Kenwood sweatshirts. Oh, the holiday that made get me you, famous. Gets you all set for. Holiday that makes my entire Saint, region of the country Day. so happy and so Oh, my God. It's another breed of craziness. They got the Kenny Patch hat, some awesome shirts, um, stickers. Go to KenwoodBeer.com. Check it all out. Um, It's fire. It's absolute fire merch. And uh, they're the best. Shout out to Kenwood Beer. Like I said, 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. Pitts, it's been a while since we've done one of these. But I feel like it has been a very brink, bonk, bump type of week. We'll start with our Brink, Bobby Brink. Call him back up. He doesn't need to be in the minors. Get him back up on this Flyers team because we need you, Bobby. We need you. But, Pitts, what was your Brink of the week? Who was money for you? 
who is money for me? I, I'm I'm saying, dude, Royal Rumble. Are you kidding me? It's Royal Rumble season. The Royal Rumble was awesome, and it made me even more excited to travel down to Philly. That's the whole purpose of the show is to get you excited for the Super Bowl in April. All right, and it did exactly that. I am so excited for it. Wrestling is so back, and I keep telling people this, and they're like, ah. You just you're, you're just a fan trying to get me to be a fan. And I'm like, no, in like two or three years. And this is why I'm, I'm being actually legit about it. Like two or three years, you're going to see a an absolute. Batch of wrestling get back into pop culture with all the uh, crossovers and whatnot. And it kind of having that attitude, attitude, our feel, but with social media. It's so back. And the Royal Rumble did that for me. It's so back this my brink who was money for me this week who boy oh boy oh boy um let's see who was money for the kid um man this is tough because not a lot of things were money this week not a no. lot. Of oh, you know what no. was money for me this week? Actually, you know what was money? Uh, no free ads, but shout out to Angelo's in Philly. Had mm. my first trip to Angelo's. Got a cheesesteak mm -hmm. at Angelo's. Arguably top cheesesteak in the city. And I guess what? Hard to hard to argue against that. Angelo's cheesesteak was phenomenal. Shout out to them. Amazing. If you have the chance to go go they're old school you can't call ahead you gotta go it's cash only we love that we love cash only. uh so angelo's in philly was my brink of the week pitsy i have a feeling we're going to have a collective bonk of the week i think you should say who you think it is so you can should we do a three two one sure <clears throat> i think it would be wrong but okay Three, two, one. Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney. Oh yes, dude. Oh well, I was saying Twitter. You were saying Sydney Sweeney. You it's put that there. together and you get a bonk sandwich because that's exactly what it is. The amount of times I've seen the It's uh, a like, hilarious it, meme format. It is a really hilarious meme. And the fact that someone clipped her reacting to the 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 the, the, the spice. Have some the, shame. Oh my god! I went. You can't. I was like the that like to bookmark ratio was vile, <laughs> vile. The last time I saw that tweet show up on my timeline, it had over twenty five thousand bookmarks. Have some shame, you fucking cretins! <laughs> it's unbelievable. All right, I'm gonna say so. All right, hand up. You're. This might be the the oh, uh, no. bump of the week, but uh, all right. I don't get the Sydney Sweeney hype. I get it. I don't. Like, I'm sorry. Famous TV show she was in. She's yeah, very but, attractive. Yeah, very attractive. I could say that. I'm. I, I know ball, but like, is she someone to Google Gaga over? She's, yeah, maybe, she's like that. Like, she's like the Hollywood it girl. She's the, she's the next it girl of Hollywood. But I just see her being another 
a very attractive, beautiful blonde in Hollywood. There's like a, a, an abundance of them. But she's going to start showing up in all these movies and everything now that she got Euphoria and every, and that's another reason is because she was in Euphoria, which is just a like, bonkable show to begin with. That screams, bonk. but Jesus, because she got so popular from that show, she's going to start showing up in all these Hollywood films and other opportunities now and she's going to be in your face 24 7 as like the next it girl which like she's talented not gonna not gonna put that past her but that's why because she got famous she got that one show which is all you need in hollywood that's all you need is one her career is now plus like you're not you're not a nobody if you're on hot ones at this point exactly Exactly. Which yeah. I have to say, her performance on Hot Ones was A1. She did a good job? She did a... I was kind of blown away by, like, how long it took for the spice to kick in for her to be like, holy shit. Interesting. I was pretty impressed. I just can't get over the video of her saying, oh my god. Hot and, Ones is um... one of my favorite shows <clears throat> on the internet, too. Shout out to Yeah, Shawn it's 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 a very good show. It's a great internet show. So we're we're saying the the Twitter collective. It, Twitter Sydney Sweeney outbreak is like what I would call it. Because I'm I'm on your side. I wouldn't say I mean, yes, it was her. That was the most like bonkable thing uh of the week. Um hands down. It was ridiculous. Absurd. Um Who's your bump of the week? Who's got to take a seat and sit down? Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm upset. I'm upset. Um, I'm upset because you got to kick the field goal. All right. I know, Dan, you got, I said it. You got big balls. They're great. Um, But I just, but that's a bonk of the week. Um, (laughs) But you gotta use your head, man. Like I, I'm so like, you are two smart decisions away from playing in a Super Bowl. You had two opportunities where you kick a field goal, you're in the you're in the driver's seat, and you know you try to go big because that's what got you there. But sometimes, you know, playing it safer is the better move. It is the better move, and I, I have to say, take a seat. Because uh, everything else this week's been pretty. I mean, I've been dealing with a lot of crazy news in the wrestling world and Patriot stuff. Um, but it's for sure Dan Campbell's getting my bump of the week. Uh, my bump is the NFL logo conspiracy theorist for the big game. You oh, fucking yeah. Nimrods, sit the fuck down. That's the one takeaway from this happening. Is that that whole thing is debunked? It's gone. You the fucking sham. clowns, sit your asses down. SMDFTB, if you know what that stands for, good for you. Um, I'm glad that that shit is fucking over because my god, was that exhausting seeing that graphic pop up week out, like week after week after week, week in and week out. It. it it was truly eyes. one of the most annoying things of this NFL season. So I'm glad that the NFL Super Bowl logo conspiracy theory is dead. And those conspiracy theories can take a fucking seat. You're my bump of the week. Here's one thing, too. So our, our 
Brink Bunk Bump. Our your Brink was Royal Rumble. Mine was Angelos. Uh, our collective bonk was the Twitter collective on Sydney Sweeney, Sydney Sweeney, and our uh, bump was Dan Campbell and the NFL Super Bowl logo conspiracy theorists. This just like popped it. in my head when I was talking about this. Was this year the most annoying NFL season of our lifetime? Awful. Oh, my God, dude. I was like, waiting for so it to be over. so draining and annoying. Oh my God. It was awful. I, like, I did not enjoy any of it. And at I all. had it on both sides. I had a reason to cheer and a reason to say this. Same. And I don't care. I, <laughs> I like the Patriots wanted me to gouge my made me want to gouge my eyes out every week. And the fact that I talk about them every week. For the Gillette Gazette was even worse. It was nice to come in here and talk about another football team, but then that you made guys me started, want to my yeah. Then, then we started to suck, and you guys were. I was bringing in the sucky vibes, and then apparently I brought in even more sucky vibes by bringing in the line. Like it, it was just, it felt like it, it legitimately felt like <clears throat> a TV show. Like it felt like I was watching a weekly episodic show of the NFL with all the storylines and whatnot that it got to the point that where we're at now, I, it feels expected. Like I'm so relieved that oh my football God. season is over. I know, dude. Like, now it was I such pull, a yeah. slog and a grind. Like oh my God. I haven't felt this way since 2021, which was also a slog and a grind for me mm-hmm. for a number of reasons. Um, but man, this football season was rough. Awful. And, I'm just glad that like we can take a nice breath and chill out and not have to worry about football until free agency. Because when it all boils down, the Super Bowl does not matter to either one of us or anybody at this company, no. which is nice. Um, and we can all just relax. And our next big thing that we tackle is podcast anniversary coming up in about a week nice nice uh we've got uh up to something season to worry about which is going to be a blast um the water dogs are playing for a trophy in february down at the saint james in virginia Mm -hmm. for championship series go dogs roll dogs so that's another thing we can get like for philadelphia let's get behind Um, the dogs you guys Uh, are hosting the super bowl of wrestling well even before we get there Oh, we've, we've still got a, a very quality Sixers and Flyers season going on. Oh, uh, cool. And we're like effectively like a month and a half away from March Madness. Dude, I just realized this. I think with my work schedule now and how things are panning out, you know how it's like, oh, I'll take the day off and. Oh, oh, March Madness, everything. Don't the games start at, like, 2 anyways? At noon. Noon is the first game on the Thursday, which here is a public service announcement. Well, I, I mean, I could just slip a... a... PSA to everybody out there, we're, as, as I say this, on January 29th, 2024, this is your time. This is your moment right now to go into work this week and take off the following dates from your day job so that you can thank me in about a month and a half and feel phenomenal that you did this. Okay. I'm going to pull up the exact dates. Yes. So that you have them public service announcement. 
Here we go. So. Okay, it's a little bit later this year. So we're about like two months away. Going to work today, January 29th, 2024. And request off March 21st and March 22nd. You will thank me later. Yeah, take off, take off those first two days of the tournament. Just do it. Just do because it. Okay, you'll be happier. We all know that first weekend is one of the most enjoyable weekends in all of sports. Hands down, it is one of the most enjoyable weekends in any sport, any, sport. any dates on the calendar. The first weekend of March Madness is so much fucking fun. You got your bracket out. You got multiple screens up. You're following along on your phone. You're following along on social media. You're just locked in. Like, take off the Thursday and Friday of March Madness from your day job. You'll thank do me it. later. You'll do it. Thursday, Friday, you want to do it. All right? Then that's a four-day weekend in March. You, you, in you don't get me. those. You don't get those. And... With how far in advance you're going to be doing this, you can make up anything, okay? If you just don't want to play that politicking game at the office and try to explain or they don't get it, you can make up any excuse right now. Oh, it's my daughter's birthday. We're going here. Oh, I got family. I'm traveling. I got family coming in town and I need to keep them up. You the the lies go on and on. You just need one. You you message the channel. Ain't a lie. It's just an alibi. That's a good that's that's good wordplay. That's great wordplay. March twenty first and March twenty second. This this is a public service announcement to everybody out there. As I say this on January 29th, almost two months in advance. Go into your day job today. And request off Thursday, March 21st, and Friday, March 22nd. You will thank Underground Sports Philadelphia later. Do it. Like, do yourself a favor. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. I pulled up the March Madness dates, though. The NCAA tournament dates. Uh, Selection one. Sunday is March 17th. Oh. Which wait, 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 wait. Whoa. You're telling me that Sunday is St. Patrick's Day this year? Yes. So so every so the St. Paddy's Day parade in Southie is always the the Sunday before St. Patrick's Day. Um, we're gonna have it on St. That is like an equinox up here, and I have Mondays off. Just we will have a live stream for Selection Sunday for everybody out there. Oh man, I um, will be. Here's yeah, the interesting part, Pitts. Mm-hmm. You're going to be in town for the Final Four and the championship. No way. It's the same night. It's WrestleMania weekend. Saturday, April 6th is the Final Four. And then the oh, NCAA championship game is Monday, April 8th. Well, I will be at the Link and Wells Fargo Center for both those days. <laughs> I'm going to be a Philadelphian, and we are going to two, two of your – your meccas in the link and the Wells Fargo. I'm so fucking excited. I am. Mm, I can't wait to be a Phil, a Philadelphian for a couple of days, like a week. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be good shit. 
It's going to be great. It's going to be great. We got a lot coming up. We got a lot coming up. Plus, our live tailgate podcast is coming back Saturday, March 30th. Don't miss it. Be live at the link. Phil's Braves, Saturday, March 30th. We'll be in the lots. It's going to be a doozy of a time. I'm excited for that as well. Plus, we've had a bunch of people asking if we would do more. And uh, I brought this up on Wednesday. Probably going to do one on Monday, June 3rd for Reese Hoskins return to uh, Philadelphia. I think you have to. I think you have to. So we might have a whole like tour schedule of uh, games that we're going to be live podcasting for. So mm-hmm. stay tuned for that, folks. Um, that's all we got for this one. It's been a doozy of an episode. Make sure you guys are following us on the socials at underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, threads at underground PHI, um, facebook.com slash underground sports PHI shout out to the first 1000 followers on the Instagram page. It's been a long time coming for that to get there. We're only getting started over there. Uh, so keep it pushing. Let's cheers to the next thousand and beyond. Let's keep it moving and grooving over on Instagram. Um, follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and at Pitsy35 on Instagram and threads. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311 and on Instagram and threads at KBIZZLE11. Subscribe to the podcast feed on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Leave a five-star rating and review. Goes a long way for helping this show continue to grow. Let's make... Big strides in helping the audio version of this show keep on pushing. And, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week, full video episodes of every show on our network, live streams, shorts, clips, original video content, you name it, it's on our YouTube channel. We're at 729 subscribers. Let's get to 750 before the end of the month. we got a couple days left. Let's go into February strong and uh keep this road to 1k pushing and uh make social blade look like absolute clowns it's a website that tracks like your social media growth and they're saying we're not going to hit a thousand subscribers until like the end of the year don't do that no let's beat the odds beat the odds odds. just like we we have on instagram they said we weren't going to hit a thousand Mm -hmm. subscribers for like two years what a thousand followers what not more followers what what Keep following. Wide. What? Pitsy's going to be here in a couple months. Wide. What? Like, I, I think I have to do the Rocky steps. Oh, you 110% will be doing the can Rocky we, steps. Can we, can we do a video? You do a video of me running the Rocky steps to the Rocky song? You one oh billion percent are running the Rocky steps when you're here. Oh, my God. That would be so funny. Are emotion. Can we get, like, people just run? Oh, it'd be great. You're great. 110% doing that. Let's go. Stay tuned for that and a whole lot more. Uh, make sure you get your merch, phiapparel.co, code underground for 10% off. And, of course, this show is presented by the City of Vineland. And whether you're a company looking to expand, relocate, or you're a new business startup, selecting the right location is critical to your success. Vineland, New Jersey offers both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life. The City's Economic Development Department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process. And their goal is to make this process as smooth as possible and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region. If you're considering potential locations for your operation, contact the Vineland Economic Development Team at 856 794 
4100. That's 856 794 4100. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. It's been episode number 607 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. For Pitsy, I'm KB. Let's, let's, let's head into positive vibes baseball season, everybody, because that's where we are. And of course, let's go Sixers, let's go Flyers, let's go Water Dogs, and let's go Wings. We'll catch you guys Wednesday night for another episode of the pod. But until then, we're getting the heck up out of here, and we are signing off. Peace. I'm looking for-